Okay, today's staff is that Pavov in Nidor. We're discussing the issue yesterday. We're, we're in the middle of the discussion about Shmuel. Shmuel said the Lach like the Bechmanuri in our Mishnah that <clears throat> if a wife makes a netter that forbidding her husband to have any anah from her, and obviously there are things that he she's required to do for him in the house, it's very hard to live them together. So the Tanakhama had said he doesn't even have to break that netter. It's not Chal because she's obligated, she's Meshubah to him. Ikiva said she should, he should break it because maybe she'll do more work than necessary. And she's only obligated for certain things, not for other things. And therefore, the netter could be fouled. He should break it. Yechemir says, no, I agree that um, she's obligated to give him all that stuff. But maybe he'll divorce her later on. And then when she's no longer obligated to do services for him, if he wants to take her back, he won't be able to because the netter will be fouled. So the Gemara said, Shmuel Pasmak of Yechemenuri. That he has to make that her maybe he'll divorce her. The Gemara says, What do you mean? It's Lola. She's not divorced now. If it's not Chal now, if the net is not Chal now, how could it be Chal later on? Doesn't make any sense. If net is not Chal now because she's married, how could it be Chal later on? Oh, you'll tell me maybe he holds that you could be, you could uh, sanctify or uh, prohibit something in the future, But we see that he holds like Shmuel uh, Pasuk, like a Bjorkman Sandler, that when a man says, I maktish the uh, produce of my wife's uh, toil. I'm very, uh, Rameer says, yeah, you could, um, you know, the minimal stuff that she's uh, obligated to, it doesn't mean anything, can't be maktish that. But the extra part that he is entitled to, um, he could be maktish because Rameer holds up a shavol, you could maktish of a shavol. Whereas Rabbi Yechonassan says, no, it's chulun because you can't be maktish, not here right now. The stuff isn't here. You can't be maktish something in the future that's not uh, that's not here. So there we saw the machlokas. The Tanakhama said, um, the Tan- yeah, the Tanakhama, the, 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 the uh, Ron was on Ahmed Beis, that, um, uh, that ha- and even Rameir says he maktish over Shalom, doesn't mean, he, even there he says, the Ron explained, Rameir says, you're Makdish, not while he's, not when she's alive, but after he inherits her the stuff that, in the future. I'm not talking about the stuff that's right now. He says, we're talking about whether she's mechuyif to give him or not mechuyif to give him while they're married, but we're not talking about that. Ron says, when Rameir says he can be Makdish, the extra part of the stuff after she's dead, after that's the double shlobolom. So if she's not dead, the, the, right? The Amr Makdish, Lama Chaim Kamar, Says the man in the first of the widest lines on a mid base of yesterday's staff. We're not talking about when he's alive. He's not entitled to anything there. Even talking about a case where she doesn't have to supply him with stuff. But he, he, he whatever she produced while she's alive, he's entitled to put on. So you'll take and Shmuel doesn't hold it yet. So if Shmuel doesn't hold him, how can he say over here in our case, in our Mishnah, that when a woman prohibits every all her uh, assets, that prohibits the husband from having an offer her assets, and the Tanakhama says, yeah, you can't do that while they're married. He says, well, you could do it because maybe you'll divorce her later on. How is that going to be? Divorce later on is a double shalom below. It's not here right now. And if it's not how right now, because he's married to her and she has to supply him with those things, how can it be how later on? That was what the Gemara dealt with. So the Gemara said, went back and forth, said, well, maybe Kodmos are different because since I could prohibit somebody else's stuff on me, therefore I should, it should be Chal there too. But that I could produce somebody else's stuff on, I could, I could prohibit somebody else's stuff on me or me on somebody else. 
because at least I, if I'm prohibiting myself, I'm here, I have, I'm under my own authority, or if I prohibit myself and somebody else, the assets are in my authority. But how can I produce something, how can I prohibit something which is not here, not under my wishes right now, belongs to the wife for later on? On some, in, in other words, how could she, she prohibit something which is not here right now, the assets aren't here right now, she can't, she, how could she ask her something which is not here right now, the assets that she's going to produce later on after their divorce, meaning after us on, on her husband, which is not here right now. In other words, being divorced is in our Mishnah and uh, she's, she's prohibiting on somebody else. So you don't see, just like I can't, I can't prohibit you from having an offer yourself. I can't produce, I can't prohibit uh, uh, assets uh, uh, that are going to be later on after the divorce on her husband. Uh, that's the Dabr Shlobalola. So Elias Dabr Shlobalola, meaning assets after the divorce on her husband, uh, which is uh, on somebody else. You don't see you could do that. So the Gemara tries to compare it to a case of um, where he says, um, well, you know, if you say she's mocked to her hands, still they're attributed to the husband right now. So again, it's a davish labala olam, the fact that the divorce later on, that's davish olam. So the Gemara says, how do you know that helps? Maybe, um, you know, maybe it's like a case where a man says to his friend, listen, um, this field that I'm going to sell you right now, after I buy back from you, I can sanctify it. So here too, uh, after she gets divorced, maybe she can prohibit it on him. The Gemara said, this is on Pevav, and yesterday's out that we said yesterday, three lines from the top of the page, it's now in my Rishus. This field that I'm about to sell to you, when I buy it back from you, I'm making it, I'm sanctifying it, I'm making it holy. Uh, so there, that could work. That could work. Uh, because why? Because it's, it's, it's mine right now. Right now I could be makdashit. But a woman can't be makdash, the work of her hands for later on, because it's meshubah to the husband. It, it, her, 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 what, her, the produce of her, of her hands, the product of her, of her work, is uh, obligated to her husband. So the more than one say, this is comparable to somebody says, the field that I sold you already. Reuben says to Shimon, the field that I sold you already. When I buy it back from you, I'm making it holy. Does that work? It's not in his hands right now. Can't be mocked. This is what we were up to yesterday, about seven, eight lines down on the page. How could you compare that to Gabi's vina when it's sold? It's an absolute sale. Meaning, if Reuben sold the field to Shimon, and now he tells Shimon after he sold it, Shimon, when I buy it back from you, it should be holy. It's not holy from right now. I'm making it holy from when I buy it back to you right now. There, he can't do it because it's already sold. It's not in his authority to do right now. By a woman, is it absolute that it's not hers? It is hers right now. She's just obligated. What she produces is hers, but she's obligated to give it to her husband. It's not like a case of a sale where there's no relationship anymore between me. I'm trying to be makdashit and the field that I sold to you. That could work. Because since I'm empowered to be makdashit today, I could say that it's kadosh after I sold it to you, after I buy it back from you. And this is not a favorite Shemish, like the Ron said, this is simply a svar. It makes sense to say, since I have the power to be makdashit today, I can be makdashit 
for when I buy it back from you. I could do that. Okay, now again, the Ron goes on to say this is really Kedushas uh, and It's like Kedushas bias. It's not really Kedushas Aguf, because if it's been Kedushas Aguf, uh, that would that could t- you know if, if he's obligated to somebody. Well, not in the case of sale, but let's wait. wait, wait let's wait till we see the next case. But you see the difference. The difference is is if it's in my Rishus right now, I could be Makdashit. So therefore, I can Makdashit. I can match the field that I'm about to sell to you when I buy it back from you. That he could do, but if it's already sold, it's yours. How can I be mocked you back? How can you compare the woman? You're trying to say, how can the woman uh, be uh, mockedish or, or uh, prohibit her husband from using assets when, <laughs> after they're divorced? After the divorce, it's like a double shalabalola. And uh, you want to compare it to the case of, of a sale, but in a sale, it's a final sale, meaning I sold it to Shimon. It's his right now. How can I be makdashit? Me dummy husband, I'm mean to seek him the sale. It's an absolute thing, meaning the field is in Shimon's rishus. And how can I be makdashit? I bought makdashit something which is in his rishus. Gabi isha me psika bilsa. But by a woman, it's not as absolute. Hello, dummy By a woman, it's more because it's her assets, except they're obligated to her husband. Hello, dummy This is more similar to a case where a man tells the next guy, woman tells Shimon, so does My field which is mortgage to you. Whose field is it? When you have a mortgage on something, you have a house. It's yours, right? It belongs to you, except it's mortgage to the bank, which means they can take it, but right now it's yours. It's the asset is your asset, right? If you have to pay capital gains or capital losses, it's based, in fact, it's yours. It does belong to the bank. We act as if it belongs to the bank, right? But the truth is it's yours. So here also, this field, which I have mortgaged to you for a loan or whatever, when I'm quoted from you, in other words, when I pay back the loan and I get my field back to you, that would work. Milo Kacha, that's that's what he wants to do. That's similar to the case of the woman. Just like a man, Reuben tells Shimon, listen, you know, my field that, that's mortgaged to you, when I when I redeem it back, meaning when it's mortgaged to you, why? Because you've lent me money. When I pay back the money, I'll we'll release, you'll release the mortgage, right? We'll tear up the mortgage. But when I buy it, when I when I when I uh, release it from you, when I get rid of the mortgage, I'm being mocked to shit. Oh, why? Because it is mine right now. The same thing with the woman. The woman says, "Listen, right now, I'm I'm for I prohibit it on my assets uh, from my husband. She can't do it right now because he's, she's obligated to him. She's married to him. But when she's divorced later on, then it would be effective. Maybe that's like that too. Maslow Shisha Bredavidi. That's also not good. We're we're now six lines from the bottom of the page in the Gemara." How could you compare? In the field, I could always redeem it. How do I redeem it? I pay back the loan, right? Ruben says to Shimon, my field is is mortgage to you, right? When I release the mortgage by paying you back the loan, whenever I do that, it's not like those loans that, you know, you can't cancel a middle. You could pay it back whenever you want, get rid of the mortgage. When, when I get rid of the mortgage, I want it to be kadosh. So it could be kadosh. I have the ability to do that even for right now. Isha Biotalis Garish, but a woman, is it in her hands to divorce? She, even though the stuff is her surrounding, she says, when I get divorced, you know, be half for later on when you go. She's it's not in she she doesn't have the ability to get divorced when she wants to. Divorce depends on the husband, as we've seen, right? Isha Biotalis Garish. Hello, tell me this is more complicated. This is our case is more similar to this case. The field that I've Mortgage to you for 10 years, I can't break it in the middle. Not like I could pay you back anytime and break up the mortgage. I mortgage my field to you for 10 years. 
That's the deal. You could you can use the field for 10 years, then it comes back to me. The chef then when I'm poted from you after 10 years, what am I wouldn't that work? Because it is a field. So that should work. Maskravashi again, the bottom of the page. Maskravashi me dummy again, how you compare? Awesome kids there, it's a fixed time. After 10 years, I can put it. In other words, my field is mortgaged to you for 10 years. And I say, you know what? When I get it back after 10 years, I want it to be kadosh. That could work. Why? Because since it's really my field. But by a woman, can she say, Isha like Ketusa? Can a woman say, in 10 years when I'll be divorced, um, I'm, I'm prohibiting it from you, from my husband? She can't do that. Maybe she'll never get divorced. Maybe he'll die. Maybe she'll die. Maybe they'll live happily ever after and they'll never get divorced. She says that, yeah. But in fact, she's not really saying it anyway. What's happening on our mission is she's prohibiting, she's, well, you're right. Maybe as soon as she says, you can't have any, enough from any of my assets, doesn't have to mention divorce. That could begin, that could be the beginning of the divorce proceedings anyway, right? But that's really what she said. She said, my husband, remember, she says, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, all those people, they're netters chal. It's not ben ulubay, no, it's not even nefesh. But if she says, you, my husband, can I have any assets? You're prohibitive of my, my assets. Well, right now, he, she can't prohibit her, like the Tanakhama says, you don't even have to break it. And Rabbi Kiva says, you have to break it in case she produces a lot more that he, she's not obligated to give him. Rabbi Manuri says, no, that he owes like the Tanakhama, that she's obligated to give him that stuff. But maybe look at divorce. And if they get divorced, then the assets would be prohibited on the husband. Therefore, he has to break it. So the question is, so he says he breaks it right now. Does that work for later on? If it's not, he can't break it now. How can he break it later on? That was the question we dealt with. Unless you say, it's not here right now. But Shmuel doesn't hold the possibly That's the question that we're going back and forth with. What's this case? This case of the woman. The woman, she's producing something. It's hers, but she's obligated to give it to her husband, right? As soon as she makes it, it belongs to the husband. So again, how could she be makdish there or prohibit him from using it later on after their divorce if she can't do it right now? Ella. You know what? Okay. Uh, you know, uh, uh, if you get divorced, she di- dies, it belongs to the husband. He inherits her. So Even Romeo is talking. Huh? She, she, uh, well, it's not hers really to give away. All the assets during her lifetime belong are obligated to her husband. What is she saying? That, uh, well, before I die, I want my assets to go to Jim over there. What are you talking about? They're obligated to her husband as long as they're married. If she dies, if she predeceases the husband, so then he inherits her. A man can give away his assets before he dies, right? That's, what, why, that's why we write wills today. So you don't have to, you don't have to come on to the halacha of the Torah, that everything belongs to the boys, and if there's a before, he gets a double share, and eventually you will cause a fight in the family that will never be rectified during their lifetime. Like that's unfortunately what the halachas of the Torah do if you if you follow that. But the Torah allows for giving away your assets before you die. You don't have to go by the halachas of the Torah. Some say, well, it's need to do it, so you should give the boys like the uh, lawyer that I used, uh, Dan uh, Frimmer, though Frimmer, the uh, professor at Tom Chacham, he says, give your svarim to your boys. You know, nobody wants your old svarim anymore. They got new ones. But okay, give the svarim to the boys. But otherwise, anyone, I'd say this to everybody. If you don't divide up your assets equally among all your children, you're making a big, big mistake. 
a man who was no longer in the neighborhood. So I could say he came to me, he had six children. Five were married, one was one, the daughter never got married. The man in the neighborhood here came to me. I don't know why he came to me, but he asked me, he says, well, you know, he doesn't want to give uh, her as much as the other ones because they have, they got married. And I said, I said, you're crazy. You're, you're yes. just causing a fight. Yeah. You take your assets, you give everything, divide it up equally among all the children. Else, you are guaranteeing that they will not be talking to each other for a long period of time. It's not your business what the kid, they do with their lives, you know, afterwards. It's nice to have nachas, but uh, not your business. You have to divide up everything equally. Anyway, that's my advice. But going back to our issue over here, how could she prohibit something for later on that she can't do right now? She can't prohibit her husband now. How could she do it after they get divorced? That's the question. Ellen Ravashi, Ravashi, and I'm based at the top of the paper, and basically explains like this. Ellen Ravashi, shiny konomos Konamos are different. Konamos has the power. In other words, Konamos, when you say something is also like a carbon, is like Kedushas HaGuf. Kedushas HaGuf means um, you make an animal holy to bring it as a carbon, which can only be a short press of rays. You can give wood, you can give a pig, you can give a pig to the base of English for them to sell and buy some wood and stone and gold with it. They could use that. That's all Kedushas Domin. But Kedushas HaGuf is different. You see, the Brian said before that we talked about I'm uh, this field that I mortgage to you and I'm hold it, I'm being makdashit. That being makdash is kedushas dama, not kedushas aguf. Because if it's kedushas aguf, we see now in the Gemara that kedushas aguf is mafkia from the shibud. What does that mean? It's like kedushas aguf, and therefore, but listen to this. Even though she's a shibud, she's obligated to give her assets to her husband. And whatever she produces goes to her husband, not when it comes to konamos, not when it comes to making something like a carbon a netter, because a netter of a carbon, making something like a konam, like a carbon, is the equivalent of hegdish. And there's a special rule, that hegdish, what do we mean by that? If let's say I tell somebody, I'm borrowing $10,000 from you, good. And this big bowl that I have over here uh, is the, uh, you know, what you're going to collect from. That's the uh, guarantee, right? Guarantor is this bull. You can find out of the cash, take the bull. Then I makdish the bull. The bull is a shore. Makdish it to bring us a carbon. You know what? The, the hagdish overpowers and supersedes the obligation that I have to give it to you. Even though I wrote in a star. I guarantee it with this bull, but if I make the bull hagdish, that's a special alacha. It belongs to the base of Mishnah, takes it away. The same thing with chametz. If let's say I tell a guy, this chametz, you'll collect the chametz, I owe you money, you'll collect this chametz. Then Pesach comes along. It's not in the chametz, you didn't give the chametz yet to the guy in his rishos. That's that's an exclusion. If let's say I still have the chametz, but if I have chametz in my rishos on, on Pesach, what's the It's worth nothing, it's hefker. I'm not having enough from it. So that takes away the shiva, you can't collect them anymore. It's worth nothing, you gotta destroy it. The same thing with shikhr. I have an Evid Kanani. And I say, okay, listen, I borrowed $10,000. If I can't pay, you can collect, you can take the Ebed Kanani. Then I free the Ebed Kanani. He's now a freeman. Before he was an Ebed, now he's a free man. Now he's a full Jew. That takes away the Sheba. The guy can't collect anymore. That's the special So sure, she's obligated to give her assets to her husband, right? And, the, and her work product is uh, obligated to her husband. But you know what? Konamas is like Kedusha Sakuf, and Kedusha Sakuf takes away. Before, and I'm about, we were talking about 
when I redeem, when I get rid of the mortgage, I'm going to make it kadosh. Right, you can make kadosh then. That's a kadosh's daven. If it would be kadosh's aguf, you can make kadosh right now. Even though my field is obligated to you, I have a mortgage to you. But if I make it, if it would be kadosh's aguf, you can't. There's no kadosh's aguf really on 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 a field. But if you would, if there would be kadosh's aguf there, <laughs> that would take away the shibut. That's the same thing over here. So the question was, what are we dealing with? How? Why did Rabbi Yochum Ben say, and Shmuel Paskin like him, that when she out, when she forbids her husband from having any and all from her assets, he has to break it because maybe he'll get divorced. Maybe he'll get divorced or something in the future. Can't she can't? The net is not chal now. If it's not chal now, how could he break it for the future? So That's how the Ron explained the question. The Ron said, Shmuel Zavshel, the low even the hashlo chal sits not chal right now. come how could it be chal later on? The answer is, is it could be chal even right now. Why? Because Hegdish, Hametz, and Shechor takes away the shebird. And when she prohibits him with a conum, with a carbon, she's <laughs> not making herself a nausea. She says, this stuff does also feel like a carbon. That takes away her shebird to her husband. So then you have the obvious question then is, what? If so, why do you worry about after they get divorced? She could do it right now. She could do it right now. So that's like, what I have to come on? He has to break the netter because maybe he'll do, divorce her and then the netter will be chal because she's not obligated to him anymore. And then we have this question, well, how can you do it now? If it's not chal now, how can it be chal later on? What do you have to give her a, a, a netter with a carbon takes away the sheba that she has to her husband right now and should be chal even right now. Says the Gemara, Tani va'od You're right. Number one, the way we the way our Gemara reads and we're going to, right away, we're going to show that we show them say other, otherwise. It sounds like it says Shemig is two reasons. Number one, he has to break it right now because her netter has the power to to uh, to uh, to get rid of, right? To destroy, to annul the obligation that she has to give it to us. But and number two, maybe he'll divorce her later on. But uh, you see it in the Bach Bach reads that it's actually easier to read in Rashi in the Pirush. They call him the Furish Rashi um, right before the mission about and the inside on the left side. Uh, about eight lines from the bottom of Rashi. Right now, because it's uh, economist is like Hegdish, and Hegdish has the power to get rid of the obligation. The Rabbanan strengthened the Shibut of the husband. Meaning what? She has an obligation to her husband. Her husband has this power over her that she's obligated to give his assets. Wait a minute, but Hegdish takes away the Shibu and Kronimus is like Hegdish and destroys that. So the answer is that the rabbis strengthen this Kedish, even though, yes, Hegdish takes away the Shibu, but the rabbis strengthen his Shibu, Amur Baal Shibu of the Baal, so Hegdish doesn't take away the Shibu. And then it's Shem Garshana, the way the Ron looks. Now, now look at the Ron on the right side. The right side, right about there also, before the lines get very wide. He says, right now. The truth is Kush right now. The Konim takes away the Shiba. If you want to say the Ron puts both Gershas together, the reason the Rashi has that Gersa and the Bach quotes it also is because that's the reason of the Gemara. The Gemara Subas says it's same similar Gemara, and the Gemara there says that the Rabbanan strengthened his Shibud. So the Ram puts them both together. Mehashda nami Kaddish. The truth is, it's Kaddish right now, because the Kaddish takes away the Shibud, 
that she has to her husband. The obligation she has to her husband, the Kohen takes away, like Hegdish. If you want to say that the Raran strengthened his Shibut, the obligation that he she has to give him his her assets, the Shavruko, like a not like a loan, but rather like like he really owns it. Here the Gemara doesn't see the Ran didn't have the gear so that way. Uh, like the, like the, like Rashi and the uh, Bach. Here it's not mentioned in the Ron's Girsa. It's really the same thing. The Ron, Ron merges both Girsa and Argamara with the Girsa and Subas. If you want to say, if Rabbana made the, uh, the Shiva of the Baal strengthened it below Lechel and it shouldn't be Chal Hashta. So how do Kushla do the questions go back? Even the Hashlo Chayal, the Kamehech Chayal, the Hashlo Mila Megisha, the Eshlama, the Kivan, the Medina Chayal. The truth is, it's Chal right now. It would be Chal because Hegdish, Hegdish, Hamas, and Shikhar's Mufti of Eshiba. So she makes a Konim, which is like Hegdish, takes away his Shiba. Kivan, the, the Medina, we're in the first of the widest lines in the Ran. Chayal, it's Chal right now because Hegdish takes away his Shiba. And therefore, the netter could be chal right now and they have to break it. Elo, Elav de Amur Rabban al Shibud. If it wouldn't be that the Rabbanan strengthened his Shibud, Hegdish would take it away. We didn't Torah because of Hegdish, Hamas and Shechor takes away the Shibud, Minat Torah, Allah Hamash Misinai. So, Ki Almua also, Elav de Amur Rabban al Shibud, Ki Almua, when they strengthen, Hanimili de Cholhecha de Kaime Kaime. Wherever it's kind, it's a chayva. Aval nisgarsha kilu chayal mikara dami kiva the medina roy lachol. In other words, what are we saying? We're saying that the truth is her netter is chal right now. Netter is chal right now, except because hegdish takes away the shibut that she has to give with her husband. Her is chal right now, and her husband can't ever access. Except the rabbanon said we're going to strengthen his shibut, right? Uh, we're going to strengthen his shibut. The more of a shibut made about lo lachol. So. Uh, um, Strengthen the Shibud so that the netter is not really chal right now, but it's chal later on, meaning that the netter is chal from right now for all time until she, until, unless she does a Tarsh Dharm, that is chal from right now. But while they're a lifetime or while they're married, the Rabbanan strengthened the Shibud so that it shouldn't be chal. That's his point. The Eshlomar, again, in the first of the wide lines, you keep it to be the Nechayel, it would be chal right now or netter right now, except Elav Dalmur Rabbanan Shibude, except the Rabbanan strengthened the Shibud while they're married. So Kiyamua, when they strengthened it, the as long as she is in front of him, meaning she's married to him, but once they get married, once they get divorced, it's as if it's how retroactively dummy. So here's how we're answering the question. Shmuel said, how could you be if it, if the netter is not how right now, how could it be how later on after they get divorced 20 years later, 30 years later? How could it be how then? The answer is the truth is the net is chal right now. It's really chal right now. Except the Rabbanan said, while you're married, we're going to say you're still obligated to give the stuff in. But once they're divorced, then the net takes effect. Not that it starts to take effect when when's the divorce. It was really effective from the beginning, except the Rabbanan said, we're, we're suspending that rule. While they're married, we're suspending the rule uh, that uh, that the, the rule that the uh, that her netter would be chal. That the hegdish that she's making it takes away the shibit of the husband. No, we're suspending that as long as they're married. Once they're not married anymore. So now you understand it's not because the net is really chal immediately, except the Rabbanan said, we're going to suspend it as long as they're, as they're married. 
and, and then as soon as they're not married, we release the suspension. That's the shot in our Gemara. Says the Mishnah. Let's say his wife made an editor and he thought it was his daughter. His daughter was under the age of 12 and a half. No, there's no uh, no fiance right now. Man, a man can divorce. I mean, there's a period in his life when he can break the netter of his wife and his daughter, if he has a daughter up at the age of 12 and a half, from 11 to 12 and a half. So another issue, she made an editor of a submission and he thought it was his daughter. He heard this, they, they told him your wife made it and he thought he, he heard his daughter. He didn't hear it too well. Or another beat of a submission or the other way around. Another Benazir, or his wife made a Nazar, she was a Nazarite. The submission of the karma. He thought, no, no, no. He didn't think she knows He thought she made a different kind of an editor, that she prohibited uh, certain fruits or whatever on her, like you made it, us like carbon, or the vice versa. Not of a carbon. She made an issue of a carbon. She thought he made as a as a nuzzer, that she made herself a nuzzer. Or not of a tainum. She forbade herself meeting figs. The subwar should have been up, and he thought he had grapes. He didn't hear the word correctly. Or not of a nub, a subwar In other words, when he heard the netter, he thought it was a wife. It turned out it was a daughter, vice versa. Or he thought she prohibited she made herself a nazira, but he, that's what he thought. But it turns out it was a different kind of an editor. Or she prohibited herself from eating grapes, and he thought he heard figs, and he broke the netter. Then afterwards, it turns out no, it wasn't figs. It was uh, it wasn't grapes. It was figs. It wasn't a nazira. It was uh, oranges. It wasn't his wife. It was his daughter. You got to break it again. You got to break it again. In other words. The first time that he annulled the netter, that he that he uh, canceled the netter, is ineffective. Ineffective because it was done under mistake. The clock starts again. The clock starts again. Now, as he made a mistake, right? The clock starts again. Uh, once 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 he heard it correct, that's that would be right. He heard about it and made a mistake. Then the clock once he was clarified to him, then the clock starts again. Says the Gemara Lamaimra. Why is Lamaimra the Aniosa Dafka? What does the pasuk say? When uh, a husband uh, hears his wife's netter, it says that uh, he can he can break it, right? Um, uh, it says he was quiet. Then his netter is mekuyim. Im he breks it. right? So there it says it says uh, right? In uh, talks about heini osa. Uh, the first part of the pasuk is Beisudara Isan Avshav and Biyam Shmai Yishai Yani Osa. So, so what do we learn from Osa? In other words, Meimra says the Gemara. It's really Tzmas Gemara. The Yani Osa Dafka. Who Yani Osa? He has to break it. That netter, the netter on that woman, on that particular netter is Dafka. And the Ran says that's for breaking it. Yani Osa means he's canceling it. What about Kim? So the Ran goes into all the Rishos over here. How do we know that the same thing applies if he confirms it? In other words, it's whether confirming or canceling it. If he confirmed or canceled the wrong neder, right, and the wrong woman, the wrong kind of neder, it's it, whatever he did is ineffective. So you see that from Yeni, Yeni Osa means he breaks it. How do you know the same thing applies to confirming it? So the Ron says, and you can't say he shall you command of Shek because that only things that applies to the same thing, but not over here. It's not the same case. Of, uh, uh, based on the Hekish, says the Rod, not for everything. There are differences between our common offer. Remember, but you got in order to cancel, you got to say the words. 
uh, when it comes to confirming, you can do it in your heart. So it's not exactly the same. It's only for certain things that we say So he says, therefore, not from, even though the Gemara talks about Osa for uh, Hafara, uh, the Pasuk also says, um, in, uh, um, the Gemara says, what was the, the Lashon in the, in the Chumash? In uh, Haini law, right? law. So just like Osa is talking about Haini Osa breaking it, same thing Hechrish law also means it, that particular woman, that particular neder. So, so this idea applies to both Hakama and Hafara, whether he's confirming it or canceling it, it's got to be for that woman, for the correct woman. Frank, the, the, the stipler, that's the stipler of Kilis Yaakov, that was Chaim Kamievsky, that we all learned about his father. Uh, he asked the question, I understand, what do you need a fussy for? Any Osa, law? We all know that if you do something by mistake, it doesn't mean anything. That's what he says. Maishna, he called Tarakula, Shemaisa, Batal, Sanakul. If you did something by mistake, it doesn't count anything. But Kenyanim made a mistake in a Kenyan. I picked up the wrong item. Afrashish, Tumas, or Maisa, Hektish, if you did a mistake, according to Basil, Hektish, Batal, is not Hektish. Remember, Beishamay says Hektish is, is, is effective. But according to Basil, even if you make something Hektish by mistake, you did the wrong thing, it's not effective. Why well, don't I need a special puzzle over here? So he says, he gives a little bit of a dark answer. He says, speaking about where the husband, the, the husband's standing here and he saw his wife and his daughter and he heard them make the netter, but he, he thought he was the wrong one. In other words, it's pretty obvious over here that he heard the netter. It's not like he heard about it later on and somebody told him a story and made a mistake, the wife, the daughter. He, he heard him make the netter, but he heard it wrong. He, heard, he thought he heard it from the wife and it was from the daughter, or he thought the wife said grapes and she said figs. So he heard it, and you might think in a case like that, if he broke, could have confirmed the right stomach home, that it would be how Kamash no, you're Neo Sub, and and um law teaches us that it's got to be exact, that if you made any mistake at all, it's not effective. And like you say, this, the clock starts again. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow, Mr. Shem, based on. Have a good day.